Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Live pricing for profit. Awesome. How's uh, how's it been, man? Yeah, good. Thanks. Good. Good. Just uh, awesome. beavering away, building that dam. So. Exactly. Well, I roped you in today uh, to to I want to run you through something. Uh, we were obviously just talking about it before. Wanted to share it with uh, you know the community and everyone because you know it's something that we we cover a lot with our members. Run them through these kind of numbers. This pricing for profit, um, and it kind of came up in conversation um, because obviously just spoke with a guy out of uh, California. Runs the business with his wife. He's been running it for about ten years. Um, sort of typical story. You know, he started off doing the small stuff and was steadily grown to some larger jobs, um, built a pretty good name for himself in the local community and has a good word of mouth, but, you know, wasn't really feeling like he's getting the, the financial return. Um, and when we ran through his numbers with him, it was pretty obvious why. Um, and some of it might, might seem straightforward, but I want to run you through sort of, uh, I guess, you know, in, in more detail so we can share this with everyone, what that actually looks like. Awesome. Let's bring it up. Let's check it out. Wicked. So this is our price for profit sheet, which we obviously run everyone through, uh, our members and, and figure out some of the sort of 10,000 foot view of, of your numbers. Um, fundamentally, there's one main input, which is the fixed cost to run the business, and one main output, which is your net profit, right? That's the machine that we're, that we're trying to build. And to understand this, Obviously, you need to understand your profit and loss. And what a sort of typical profit and loss for a building company looks like is your revenue or turnover at the top. Out of that comes your, your cost of sale. That leaves you with your gross profit. And we want to be hitting a, a 20% gross profit there. Now, out of that gross profit comes your expenses and fixed costs. Now, importantly, and this is something that a lot of uh, you know, people miss, is that your, your salary is a fixed cost to the business. And the reason that we want to hit that 20% is that in gross profit is that we know that your fixed costs typically sit around eight to 12. That's a pretty standard amount and figure for a building company. That obviously leaves you with your net profit, which is your reward for uh, all the blood, sweat and tears that uh, you obviously put into the business. So taking those numbers and, and where they kind of sit, um, the guy that I was speaking with, you know, he was generating somewhere around $100,000 as a as a net profit uh, each year, but that was blended in with his salary. So you know, in total, he was generating around two hundred thousand dollars worth of uh, gross profit. Now, his gross margin, he was going in at fifteen percent, so he was pricing at about fifteen percent. And where he was actually coming out, he wasn't one hundred percent sure because he wasn't sort of back costing, but you know, he sort of thought it was somewhere around 12 to, to 13%. So, you know, somewhere around that 12% figure, which is why his turnover was just shy of, of 2 million. Average job size is around 150. So he was doing about, you know, 10 to, to 13 jobs a year. And his conversion rate was around 30%. So one out of three, which, mean, which was meaning that he was needing to quote about 37 uh, a year, which is a fair amount of time spent with the pencil and pad, putting those uh, quotes together. So we looked at some of his numbers 
and there were some really big learnings for him in that process. Firstly, you know, if we were just keeping most of the cost the same to run the business, but you know, he wanted to still generate that hundred thousand dollars out of his business. Let's say he wanted to improve that slightly as well. Let's say he wanted to, to hit 150,000. If we just look at that one figure, right, which is that gross profit margin in his business, if he improves that to 15, right, he only needs to do, he only needs to do uh, 1.6. If he, if he hits that to 20, he only needs to do 1.2. So you can start to see how when he changes that, that gross profit margin in his business, he can still get the exact same result, but ultimately the amount of work that he actually has to do to get there starts to change. There's a lot of ways to, to move that gross profit margin figure, whether it's the front end margin, like marketing sales, pricing or positioning, and then obviously the back end controls. And that was one of the areas that he was having some difficulty with some labor overruns and his change order variations process as well. What that also meant was that he was getting a similar result by moving that margin. He was still getting the same result, but ultimately he was having to do less jobs a year. So, you know, instead of doing 11 jobs, he's doing eight, which means, you know, that's two less clients to deal with. That's less paperwork, less admin. So, you know, really when we're looking at that gross profit margin, it's how do we maximize working smarter in the business uh, rather than them working harder. And one of the other you know, key things that you can look at as well in terms of his numbers and where they were was his conversion rate. Because at a 30% conversion rate, that means you know, one out of three, means he's sending a lot of quotes out, not getting a lot of work. Um, you know, just looking at better qualification, you know, positioning yourself through that sales process to really target a niche and a specific type of uh, client is important too. You know, if, if he was to just bump that by 50%, 16 quotes or 16 leads that he needs to deal with a year. Well, that's, you know, almost half the amount of time spent pricing for, uh, you know, again, the same sort of outcome or, or result that he's trying to target in the business. So there's lots of, obviously under those three main levers of, of gross target margin, average sales value and conversion rate, there's a lot of different ways that we can push and pull them. But it's really important to, to look at, you know, what the impact of that is on the business and, and how much work you have to do to get there as well. Awesome. Totally makes sense. So the other one as well as I, I was speaking to a guy the other day and um, he was actually doing work and work in you know, 80, hundred hour weeks um, working like a man possessed and uh, he was, he was making okay money, but at the end of the day, just hadn't seen his family in about 12 months in a good chunk of time, hadn't taken a holiday. Um, and one of the biggest levers we found for him was looking at that average dollar sale as well, you know? So, all things being equal, you can do yourself, you know, a truckload of $10,000 projects, right? And this is for a lot of the small guys who are just sort of getting into things, um, you know, just bumping that up by double means you have to do half the amount of projects, right? Um, yeah, same thing yeah, about, absolutely. Yeah, and sometimes it's like, you know, just cutting out some of the bottom and, you know, targeting some larger contracts. So, you know, the Good thing to think about with average job size it's not an exact science because it is a blend it is an it is an average blend but you know definitely what we see a lot of builders do to be able to you know attack that sort of time component you're talking about because obviously more projects means more admin means more paperwork 
is just to really set like a minimum standard. And that's also really important to understand your numbers, right? Because you might find that to be profitable on a forty or $50,000 job, you need to be hitting a 30 to 40% margin. Uh, and you might get price checked lots there. You might struggle to land those jobs. You're spending more time pricing. So, you know, a lot of what we see a lot of our members do and what we help them to achieve is to set a minimum, a minimum level, right? To go, hey, look, I, I really want to focus on jobs over $75,000, $75,000, yeah, or, or over $100,000. Yep, 100%. And just like one of our members, uh, Mark, he actually just posted into the group there yesterday saying, so his average dollar sale is normally above the 500K mark. So he does sort of high-end renos and um, yeah. a couple of new builds and things. So he's between sort of 500K and 750. He's actually taken on a few smaller jobs recently with the material shortages. He's found it easy to do some smaller jobs and he's actually just um, won two jobs in a row at a 50% margin. So obviously you've got to find a sweet spot. doesn't mean that you have to, you know, bump your average dollar sale up to a million bucks, but you know, you've got to work on all of those levers there to actually make some profit. And uh, you know, he's booked out sort of, to mid next year and for him everything that he wants is just profit he understands when he first came to us that he was busy and he was making a small bit of money and now it's like well hey i'm not going to touch that unless i'm making good money uh, and these people are saying yeah sure like that's the price uh, we want you to do it so let's go ahead and do it he's making good money gives him the uh, the ability to to pick and choose what he's doing and uh, yeah. what it's about at the end of the day yeah, you'd know. Obviously, I think you work with him pretty close on his marketing as well, and some of the, um, especially his digital side. Um, you know, that average sales value sometimes can be a challenge for you know builders to understand sort of how do you get out of the markets you're in, right? Because you keep getting that word of mouth referrals. It's the same type of work. You yep. feel a bit pigeonholed, and that's where it's really important to look at some different ways to to generate leads from new ponds. You know, 100%. different areas that you typically haven't reached into to to try and get a different type of work or a different job size as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So yeah, and same thing for him, you know, when we first started working together, he was he was needed a lot of leads to come through so so that he could uh, hit his targets. And um, just more recently, we've started putting more barriers in the way. So uh, for example, on his website, he's got a direct response website doing some online marketing. Uh, and he used to just have enter your name, email and phone number and let's book a chat, you know. But then the, the thing that was going wrong was that he was getting a truckload of leads come through that weren't qualified, didn't have the budget for it had uh, unrealistic expectations. So now we've added about five more variables into the inquiry form saying, what's your estimated budget? When are you looking to get started? Um, you know, do you have finance in place? Do you have plans or permits? Uh, yeah. And ultimately we get a lot less people fill that out, but it means that the people that do fill it out are a lot more serious uh, and uh, gonna turn into jobs a lot easier, saves him from having to do like we've got on here, uh, 37 leads down to sort of 16. You know, we're trying to cut down the amount of leads that we have to deal with uh, by qualifying them a bit more and then yep. you know, work on that back end margin as well to obviously uh, you know, deal with those people more specifically. 100%, yeah. Well, uh, definitely if anyone wants to get their hands on the spreadsheet, uh, we've got it up on a lot of our free resources, but um, we'll get one of the team to shoot it out to you as well. Yep. Uh, so you can have a play around with your own numbers and see sort of, you know, what making a change in some of these areas would, what kind of impact it would have. And, and obviously if you want to know a little bit more about you know, how we can move that target margin, how we can target that average sales and conversion rate, um, you know, hit us up. Yep, 100%. So if you want the spreadsheet and you're on the Facebook group, then uh, chuck a pricing comment below and we'll get the team to send it over. If you're listening to this on the podcast or elsewhere, then feel free to send us an email, team at theprofessionalbuilder.com with the uh, subject line pricing and we'll shoot back the spreadsheet so that you can plug in your own numbers, have a bit of a look at uh, what your- Everyone what loves a good spreadsheet. Like. 
Absolutely, love a good spreadsheet. Love a good spreadsheet. Even lots <laughs> of good colors on it too. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Hey, thanks very much, Matt. Always a pleasure. Awesome, dude. Have a good rest of your day.